Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Caleb. And as usual, I'm joined by Sarji. Sarji, happy Friday. Your hood looks good today. How are you doing, bro? Good. Got to make sure the hood is on straight. And we got a a couple. uh, What? How many hoodies do you have? I got probably four. Wow, I would have guessed at least eight. No, four. Four? Okay, that's still a solid number. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. What were you, you saying? Just, you, you gotta no, you just gotta like the hoodies in the morning when you haven't showered the hair, it's not to perfection. You throw it back in the hoodie, keeps it back out of the face, you put yeah. on the glasses, you're ready to record. Yeah, no, 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 I love that, bro. I personally uh very short hair, so don't really have to worry. You get, it. I mean, you get three to four haircuts a week. Um, no, that's an exaggeration. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> actually, I've actually cut it back. You know, my, my barber is getting mad at me because I don't show up as often. Uh, but you'd be surprised. I, I'm at like once a month now. Wow. That is that is bad for you. No, it's good for me because I, haircuts are like fucking $40 now because um, I don't go to Supercuts. Uh, I go to Supercuts. It's, it's very not nice. there's any issues with that. Yeah, no. I just don't feel comfortable going there. One time, I one time when I was little, Supercuts accidentally cut a piece of my ear off, and they gave me six free haircuts. That is the most ridiculous story, and there's no way that's true. I swear to God, they cut a piece of your ear off. Yeah, like a very small piece. Like she was just like, "Oh shit, my bad. I, I just accidentally cut a piece of your ear off." Well, yeah, like I I was like six, and I like squirmed, and then she like told my mom because my mom didn't know. My mom was like, "You cut a piece of my kid's <laughs> ear off." Like, yeah, well, okay. they gave me a free haircut and they gave me like six free haircuts, but my mom never brought me back. She's like, I was gonna say, that. yeah, I don't, I don't know that that covers the damage, bro. But, um, uh, there you go. That's why I don't go to supercuts, bro. I don't want my ear cut off. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yesterday was a good day, bro. I, I, uh, we go three and one and we were honestly on point. These are the, I try not to get too frustrated by the day, by the, by the days where I, you know, don't play things that win, but Nuggets, Smack City, first quarter, first half, full game. Pelicans, Smack City. Grizzlies, that actually could have gone either way. It was tied with like three minutes left, but they cover the four. Um, and I think there's another. Oh, and we have the Thunder. We have the Thunder. Easy money. We talked about, hey, could see an outright winner here. What do you know? Outright winner out in, in Brooklyn. And was there another game? I think there was one more game. Uh, Bucks Warriors. We like the Bucks. That was an absolutely disgusting game. But we grabbed the Thunder. Gavon Looney. Two quick fouls. And, like, I wasn't even watching. You texted. Like, I was One minute. Aware. Yeah, I wasn't even aware that the game had started. You texted me up, oh, Looney. Or maybe it was in the Discord or whatever. And I was like, God damn it. But. You could tell they went to him in his hometown, you know, like that he actually got he only played like fucking 15 minutes because it was a blowout. And he got he, there in 11 minutes. He got the seven and seven in 11 minutes, 11 minutes. Yep, he was ready to go in Milwaukee. bro. Um, so we were able to cast the over five and a half points. Uh, the parlay that was plus 200. I only put a half unit, but um, we didn't get our free coffee yesterday. 
He was apparently the secret minutes limit. The secret minutes limit. You gotta hate the secret minutes limit for the twenty-four year old. Uh, The guy plays thirty-five and forty-three minutes, and then all of a sudden, I mean, they did get blown out, but all of a sudden he's on a minutes limit and only plays twenty-five minutes. Like, come on, Tyloo, you gotta, you gotta say something. At least let us know, bro. Yeah, it's your team. You right, you make your call, but you gotta let us know in the morning so we don't bet it. You know, like. 25 minutes, honestly, still got seven shots up. You know, you can still get there. It still get to 12 off of seven shots if you hit him. Uh, he he didn't. Um, but we'll live with it. We still go three and one. Um, and we feel good about how we're seeing the board because, again, all the leans felt good. I've already locked two in today. Uh, who knows? It might just because of, be because of yesterday. But I'm liking the card a lot um, and can see myself adding a, a couple of different things. So, the thing with coffee, I think you and I would hit it again today. If it was the same line, same matchup, everything. I think I'd, I'd go back and hit it right again. Yeah, as long as he's not a minute limit, but it would be a back-to-back third game in four nights. We'll see. I, I, I would easily hit it. I'm sorry, and I'm going to be looking at it the next time they yeah. play. All that being said, next time coffee's out there, we're, we're probably going to be drinking our coffee. But hey, we, we got a beautiful slate today. We really do, man. We really do. Um, let's get into the first game of the day. The Orlando Magic and the Charlotte Hornets, 11-point favorites for the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, I will tell you this is one of the games where I'm not all that super intrigued. I would make this about an eight-point difference. Um, I, I literally, when I when I went through this, I said eight-point difference, three, 11. It's smack dab at 11. I got no play here, but go ahead. And if you want to talk about it, go ahead, my guy. Yeah, I don't really have a play here either. Charlotte's been rolling. Um, they've looked really good. They won last game. I liked them last game. I know you you were on the other side. I think they played Philly. You liked Philly in that one, five and a half, I think it was. Um, and I liked <clears throat> Charlotte. But either way, I, this Orlando team, like we talked about it last time, they just it's – it's too tough a, of a team to try to bet on night in, night out because you don't know what you're going to get with all these young guys. So – it's a stay away for me. If I had to bet, I'd go with the home team. That's a much better team in the harness. But for, for now, it's just 11 points is pretty spot on. I think I make it 11, 11 and a half. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I showed up, don't even have a lean. It's exactly where I would put it. So um, yeah. I'm with you. No, no point. There's a lot, a lot better games on the board today. Um, next game, the Raptors and the Pistons. I will say I do lean Pistons here. Pistons at home grabbing 10. Um, again, though, they, I will admit one of the tougher teams to bet again, we talked about it, they either get smacked up or they fight to the death. Um, you get the, the Raptors are off of a loss and they are playing really good basketball, but 10 at home, uh, I think it's 10 and a half in some spots. Um, are they missing anyone? Like, so the line when we, so when I pulled up, uh, the line about 30 minutes ago, it was at eight and a half. Um, and now it is at nine and a half on DraftKings, 10 for you. I don't know why. Maybe someone's going to get ruled out later, uh, but that is weird to see that sharp of a line movement. Maybe someone, why would it go in the direction of Toronto when they have the guys that are questionable? Uh, may I think maybe either the books got a tip that they're going to suit up they're or, gonna be in. Or, or randomly. Uh, maybe you're getting a guy out today for the Pistons, but regardless, I, I like the Pistons today. Um, I mean, you you just let's like, like let's just look at the month of January. Um, beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee, 
uh, beat Utah at home, and then you have that sandwich in between 30-point losses to three different teams. Um, I don't know. I, I just think this spot is more conducive to getting the better version of the Pistons. We don't know for sure, but, like, 13-point difference on a neutral court is a massive, massive difference. Um, and everyone should be good to go for them. And, and they just got blown out by damn near 50. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd respect – I'd expect a, a somewhat decent response and performance from them today, personally. And then on the other side, though, you got a Toronto team that's been really good um, in the past, I don't know, probably six games. Let me look it up real quick just because so I have a better read of, of all of the games. And I haven't. Yeah. So they lost to the Suns by four. They beat the Pels. They beat the Jazz. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Spurs. They beat the Knicks. They beat the Clippers. So, I mean, they've won six out of the last seven. They're kind of rolling a little bit. Uh, most of those games at home. But now they're on the road. Uh, in Detroit, it's funny because I actually was listening to the all the smoke or not all the smoke. What's the one with? Uh, yeah, 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 they were uh, they were talking about because when Richardson coached for the Pistons and he was like, one of our biggest games is in Detroit because or when we were in Detroit, one of our biggest games when Toronto came to town because they're three hours away, so all the fans come over the border from because you know how Michigan it, it it comes around and then Toronto's right there so right it's like there, a yeah. two and a half three hour drive for these Toronto fans but I don't know how it is with COVID but they get lit for these games so either way I understand also, Dwayne Casey also I don't even know if he's coaching he's been like in and out but like he gets up for these Toronto games yeah he, he very easily uh he, he just has a, a little bit of extra motivation they they canned him um, after I think he, they had a pretty decent year and they went with Nurse, and I think he felt pretty slighted. I don't know, maybe it's worn off. It's been like three, four years now, but I don't know about you. If I'm playing the, the team that fired me when I had a, a good team to winning a ship by Braun, yeah, like, sorry I got smacked by Braun. Like, I still got us a one seed. I'd be pretty pissed too. Um, you're catching, you're getting them catching 10, bro. Like, I like the Pistons here today. I really do. Yeah, and I understand. You think about it, like the Raptors, to cover 10, you got to play a really – there's very little margin for error, you know? Like Pistons have one quarter where they go on a run and, and outscore them by 10. It's just hard to cover a 10-point spread on the road. Um, and I know this Raptors team is good. Like I, I do respect them. But, like, dude, if you told me this line is at seven and there's a 10-point difference, I, I'd be like, yeah, you know, and – so I, I feel like there's some extra value on the Pistons here today for sure. But it's scary because when they are bad, they're really bad. And I think this is just the books reacting to the Toronto just being so good lately and they don't really know what to do. So I think they're erring on the side of caution here with Toronto and giving it a bigger number. For but sure. because I, I, I think if this line was at seven, people would just be hammering Toronto, honestly, like all the sharp. So at nine and a half, I think this number will go towards Toronto. Like, I think it's going to get to 10, 10 and a half, a lot. Like, 10 and a half now, bro. It just keeps Yeah, going. see, I'm telling you, it's going to keep going up. That's what I'm thinking. And, and I think you just wait on it, um, <laughs> especially because if Gary Trent and, and Scotty Barnes are going to play in this one, once they get ruled in, even if the line already is, you know, adjusted to that, it's going to go up maybe another half a point. So maybe you just wait on it and hit it when it's closer to like 10 and a half, 11. Yeah. I'm with you. Because if you get it at 10 and a half and 11, I love that. Like, that's just. It's 10 and a half right now, bro. It's 10 and a half right now for me. I'm very much considering it. 
Um, it's just one of those games where if the Raptors come in there and smoke the shit out of them, it's just like, fuck, why, did, why am I betting on this, this Pistons team? But again, 10 and a half is just a ton of points. Let's get to the next game. Suns and Pacers. Pacers grabbing five and a half at home. Um, I, I honestly lean Pacers. I don't think I have the balls to play it, but I do, I do think the value here today is on the Pacers. I'll tell you why. Um, you see it. I, again, I tend to, I tend to uh, lean towards teams off a bunch of losses at home. You see it all the time where a team at home that sucked lately gets a win and it's just timeless time and time again. That's why those, these are the type of games where the books make money. Um, and I know the Suns are much better than this Pacers team. You go look at their, uh, their recent stretch. They got a tough road win in Toronto, um, beat the Clippers at home, beat New Orleans, beat Charlotte. Um, but I still think this is like, I don't think this is an insanely amazing team. Like I'd take last year's version of the Suns. Um, again, still think it's an elite team, top five team, but eight and a half, I think is slightly too high for me. Um, this Pacers team will battle. I don't know if Brogdon's going to suit up. We've talked about it. Who fucking knows what's going on with his Achilles? Uh, but Kara should be there. Domas should be there. Miles should be there. Um, and it's an opportunity to get right. And you've seen him so many times lose really close games at the crib. I could see them losing this by, you know, two, three, maybe four. Yeah. And this is like, it was the game in Boston. It was in Indy last time. Right. And the Indy Boston. was catching or against Boston. Right. Indy was catching two at home. Catching two and a half at home, but then it closed at one once Brogdon and minus one. That's yeah. Favored once Brogdon and Karras got ruled in. And now we both, you and I both thought that was a great spot for the Pacers. I, I'm in the same boat as you. I think it's another great spot. If you're going to give them six. I'm seeing six on DraftKings. If you're going to give them six at home. I just don't think the Suns are nine points better than right now. That's a really big number. And I know the Suns are good, but quite honestly, they haven't been playing at an elite level lately. And I think the Pacers are. The Pacers are Pacers have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I think like when you get news out, when you're a good team, like they're, they're a good team. Their record is asked. Um, and, and you get news all year of all your guys being traded and all like very few competitors say, all right, I'm just done with the season. It, it's going to light a little bit of a fire under them. So yeah, I, I expect them to going. battle against good teams. And this is a spot where I think, you know, nine's a big number. They're at home. You know, I, I would just take six and, not sure. hope it's a it's a close game, but it, it should be a close game because I think they battle in this one. Brogdon scares me though because the the last game, I don't know if you watched any of the first. You watched the first quarter, I think, and then you turned it I off. Brogdon just he just looks he's running around there like a cripple, and then he left the game. I just hope I would rather have him sit in this one, as weird as that sounds, and maybe we get six and a half or something because yeah. I'd just rather see another healthy guy out there instead of Brogdon. Totally. Um, and I, I, I'm with you. I think, like you said with the Pistons, I think this is another one of those games where you just wait. You know, this game's not likely not moving the other way. This, this game likely is going to see a ton of big money on Phoenix. I think by tip, there's a very good chance you get six. And I wouldn't be shocked if this gets to six and a half, at which point, you know, it's it's very much the values on the Pacers. So I like it here today at five and a half. Um, but again, I wouldn't be shocked if this continues to move towards six, six and a half. Um, and so I think if you do want to play this, which I, I very well might, uh, you want to wait just a little bit longer to get the best number possible. Um, okay, 
Next game, we'll go out to Philly. Game of the day. Uh, game of the day. I've already locked it in. I got Philly minus three last night. It's three and a half. Um, I'll gladly, I'll gladly buy the Sixers here today. You know, before their last game, um, had won six or seven straight. Um, already have beaten Boston in Boston this year. I know Al Horford's a decent matchup for Joel, but Sixers off a tough loss to Charlotte should be fired up, ready to go. Boston's their rival. Uh, I think they're better than I think it, that they're a better team than the the Celtics. You know, like Celtics are just so insanely inconsistent. They have won three in a row, but it's against the Knicks at home, the Pacers, and the Pacers again. They just are coming off losses to the Spurs at, at home and the Knicks on the road. So I I just I know this team will eventually follow up good performances with bad performances. It just comes down to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, and I will I will gladly take the Sixers as a small favorite here today to get right after a loss against a team that uh, is one of their rivals. And I just think it's very short. And they, and they win this by more than three at least 60% of the time. I, I really do believe that. Um, could Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown go off and carry them? Sure. But uh, I, I do believe that the Sixers team top to bottom is better. Maxie's back. Seth Curry's back. Um, you know, they got the role players. I, you know, I'm not a huge Tobias guy, but he's there for Georges Niang, you know. Um, the Sixers here today. Yeah, this is a pretty tough game for me to cap, to be honest. I, I don't know if it's because of what I saw last game against the Celtics or with the Celtics where they just looked really good against the Pacers. But um, – yeah, I think Philly's definitely the better team. I don't know how by how much. That's where I'm struggling here. I, I would say maybe a, a half a point point in the lines at three and a half. It's just tough. I think for me, it's I don't really have a lean here. That's it's really tough. It, I just think the line's really sharp, and I, I just don't have a play on this game, honestly. That's fair. Um, I think the combo of home off a loss and already thinking they're slightly better pushes me. Um, and again, I got three instead of three and a half pushes me towards Philly here today. Um, I think I'd probably make this line closer to four and a half um, for me personally, but I could see it again. You never know what version you're getting of the Celtics. I think just uh, everything here, the, the signs point more towards Philly um, and, and I'll grab them here for sure. Um, all right. You want to keep it rolling. We got the Bulls and the Warriors. Uh, just a, just a tough time in the schedule for the Warriors right now, missing their, um, Second most influential piece, you know, he's right up there with Steph. I've told you guys, it's not just the defense. The defense is a huge part of it, but it's also the offense, not because Draymond scores, but because he directs traffic for this team. You saw us get smacked up uh, by the Bucs, and um, Steve Kerr's already admitted, like, hey, this is just a rough part in our schedule. You know, we're on a tough road trip where we got the Bucs, the Bulls, uh, the Grizz, and now it's a back-to-back. We're without Dre, without Gary Payton. I wouldn't be surprised if, if other guys sit today on a back-to-back. I wouldn't be surprised if Iguodala sits. Um, I can't bet the Warriors here today. I'd lean the Bulls, but I've also seen the Warriors with their back against the wall uh, have good prove-it performances. So I'm just completely staying off this one. Yeah, I, it's no you got no Clay. You got no Gary Payton, who's big. You got no Draymond, who's obviously huge. And then you got just basically a fully healthy Chicago team outside of Alex Caruso and Derek Jones Jr. So – I just yeah, stay away from me. Chicago's at home. <clears throat> Coming off, did they was the last game against the uh the Nets? 
Yeah, they got blasted by the Yeah, Nets. they got absolutely blasted. Just stay away from me. I'm not betting against Chicago back at home after getting blasted by the Nets. No, no thank I, you. I like Chicago. I honestly do, but I, I'm not going to bet them either. Um, yeah. But if I'm betting this game, it's it's for sure Chicago. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. I mean, they just got hammered by the Nets. You know, you're getting the best version of the Bulls today against a depleted Warriors team, a tired Warriors team. It's an awful, awful rest advantage. Um yeah, I like the Bulls. All right, next game, the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks. <coughs> oh, I don't like this because it gets into just – this is more just psychology and it just fucks with my mind because the Heat are better than the Hawks right now, clearly. Clearly better than the Hawks. But they just played them. You've seen it so many times in a back-to-back set when two teams play. Obviously, we tried to hit that with the Pacers and it didn't even work out. But uh, – so it, we've seen it. It doesn't always work like that. But usually when a team that is – close to another team in terms of talent whatever you want to call it plays the team for the second time and they lost the first time you see the best version but we should have gotten the best version of the hawks last game and we got a shit version of the hawks so um if i'm playing this game i'm playing the heat but i don't know that i'm going to play it just because again now they have to cover four and a half they're no longer a dog um their first game back at home in a while which usually takes some warming up to uh i like the heat today i don't know that i play anymore yeah, Jimmy Butler too. If he's back, God, pff, brutal. I, I this line when I first saw it earlier this morning, I was like, this is there's something seems weird about this. I don't know why. Not that it like seems super off, but I just I don't know. It's just messing with me for some reason. I I, I think the Hawks win this game, but but they're not the better team. You know, yeah. I just. I keep telling myself that they're going to do something to get back into the swing of things and win a basketball game, but they have been so bad. I just, I don't know what to do. I honestly don't know what to do with this Atlanta team. And then you, you go to the other side and I don't know if Jimmy Butler is going to play. Uh, I just, I, I think you stay away here. I do, but I think it's going to be a hell of a game to just like keep up with and watch because yeah. I want to see some fight out of Atlanta in a game, honestly, especially going forward, trying to bet with them. Um, and if Jimmy Butler's in, it's going to be a real, real tough task in Miami for Atlanta to try to win this game. But you have to imagine they're going to be locked in. Uh, yeah, it's I, coming. I just, you know, I we, just can't bet. We can't put our money on it. But I, I agree. You know that uh, a good version of the Hawks is, is showing up here any day now. I don't know if it's today, you know, it's tough against a Miami Heat team that gets that's, you know, very locked in, uh, but it's coming and they're grabbing four. They could easily lose this game by two or three, you know, so I'm going to stay off this one. But this is this is the biggest mindfuck of a game where, you know, Miami's obviously playing much better basketball at home. They just straight up beat this team two days ago um, and now you get them at home. But the psychology of it, the Hawks should, again, be locked in here today and, and it, it makes it really tough. Um, all right, let's get to the next one, the Spurs and the Cavs. Um, I think this, this line is really right on. I, I would make the Cavs about five and a half, six points better. Uh, I, the Spurs are going to get Vassell back. I know they got Vassell and Keldon back last game, but they were both off the bench, both clearly on a minute's limit. I think Derek White is suiting up today. Do you know? I think he's out. Okay. All right. Derek White. I, I'm seeing him out on the, on the injury report. Okay, well, then we'll go with that. But Keldon and Vassell should be back towards, uh, you know, more closer to towards 30 minutes. The Spurs team has upset plenty of teams as a home dog this year. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up 
real quick. We've got them. Uh, and, and just as a dog, they've been really good as a dog. I mean, they're generally a dog anyways, but um, January has been really tough for them. You look, obviously, they have that COVID stretch, but they've lost six out of their seven games in January. Um, had a brutal long road trip. They're finally back at home. I think it just sets up really well for them. Um, they beat uh, the Pistons, smacked them up at home, uh, beat the Pelicans at home, beat Denver at home. Beat, they, they've beaten plenty of teams at home. Um, and they've been struggling recently. So I, I like – I think if I play this year, I'd rather just take the points. But I could also see this getting to four, four and a half, at which, uh, you know, I'd like it a lot more. I don't think I'm going to play it straight up as it is right now. We've talked about it. The Cavs are not a good, fun team to bet against. Um, but when I do bet against them, I, I want it to be a, as a dog, not a favorite. And, and I'm getting a home dog here today. I like this first. Yeah, I think basketball-wise, everything points to Cleveland, right? Like – they're just way better. They're, they've been rolling. Um, they seem to cover every spread that they, they've been in this year. And I just think people will get caught up in that and it gets kind of trappy and people are just going to bet Cleveland kind of blindly in this spot. But because of everything you said, I think San Antonio could be an interesting play tonight just because they're back home. Like you said, they've lost six out of their last seven or whatever it is. They got guys back. I just think they fight like there's games where they randomly compete and win against really good teams. I feel like this is just one of those spots for them to come out prepared, ready to go. Right. And they get back off a long road trip um, and they lose that first game back at home. And now it's like, all right, we're back at home. We've been settled at home. Now we're getting Vassell back. We're getting Kelvin back. We have Jakob and DeJounte. This is a good Cavs team that we got to be up for. And I think if they do lose this, I think it'll be really close and tight and there will be a, uh, last possession type thing. Three and a half is, you know, I, I want to get four and a half. I want to get five, um, which I don't know if we're going to get. Again, most of the money coming in on the Cavs today, so it could continue to pile up one of those things. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I think it's just a great spot for the Spurs here today, even though, they, like you said, Cavs are definitely the better team. Yeah, I was going to – I have to imagine all the money is going on Cleveland. Uh, at the, with one of the line. more lopsided uh, bets. Here. Yeah, and when that happens too, like just kind of play it contrarian, you know, like the books aren't getting it wrong this badly. That just doesn't happen, you know. Sure, sharps could be on Cleveland, but there's a reason the spread is, is where it is. And if the majority of people go to one side, um, usually like to play the other side, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm completely with you. Um, we'll get to, you know, the last game of the day, which is the ultimate spot. And I, I want to talk. Two more games. Yeah, yeah, but. This game, we're cool, but I'm saying the next game after this is is spot-wise just three, kind of tripping me out. Um, but I've got the Kings minus five today. They are five-point favorites against the Rockets. And I know what a lot of you guys may be thinking. Why the hell are you betting the Kings as a five-point favorite? What have they done to deserve it? Uh, it's more so fading the Rockets here today. And I'll tell you guys why. You look at January um, – double-digit loss to the Nuggets at home. And again, they won the fourth quarter by 12 and still lost by 13 points. So that gives you an idea of where that game really was. Then they go to Philly, lose by 20 on the road. Then they get that crazy buzzer beater win by KPJ. Then they go back at home, lose by 24 to the Mavs. Back at home, lose by 20-plus to the T-Wolves. In Philly, lose by 20 to the Philly. And Joel Embiid, all the starters, didn't play the whole fourth. And then they go into San Antonio, kind of sneak attack them in division game. Uh, they play up. And now you get them back on the road again. I don't think this Rockets team right now is stacking. We talked about the defense is terrible. 
Um, I don't think this is a team that is just going to stack up good performances. I almost feel better now that they've had a good performance. You can see they've lost every road game this month by double digits. Um, and we don't need a double digit win today. You know, we, we just need a six point win from the Kings. And you look by the Kings at home this year. They just beat the Lakers. They lost to a much better Cavs team by one point at home. They beat a Miami Heat team, which is no slouch at home. Um, so, you know, I, and they're fighting for everything, right? Like they know they're going to be in that play-in scenario and every game's important. This is a game that they can 100% grab. And I've seen every team and their mom blow this Rockets team out at home. I just think it's a good spot for the Kings. They know this is a game they have to get. And five seems really short. I, I really think on a neutral court, I would not make the Kings only two-point favorites. I'd make them closer to four, honestly, four-and-a-half-point favorites. I just am not high on this Rockets team at all. I think the Kings come in with a sense of urgency. We might get Rashawn back. De'Aaron's getting uh, into a better rhythm. Tyrese is balling. Harrison Barnes has been a lot better. And then they have the role players like Buddy Heald, Terrence Davis, Z Matu. Um, we shit on Alex Lynn, but, you know, he's a capable backup big. Uh, Rashawn might be back. I, I like the Kings tonight, though. What, what would you say to the people who are, <clears throat> who are on Twitter and they say, you know, Darren Fox is rumored to be getting moved to, like, by the deadline. And now you have reports coming out today. Harrison Barnes, Buddy Heel, probably going to be moved by the deadline by the Kings. Like, what do you say to the people? Like, I'm just scared to bet on the Kings because all these guys are, are rumored to be getting traded. I don't know how they're feeling. Like, are these guys even going to be locked into this game? Yeah, I, I would just say, like, I, I think those are valid points. Like, I think that I think for sure Monty McNary is doing his best right now, shopping everyone besides Tyrese Halliburton. Maybe who knows with De'Aaron, but he didn't draft De'Aaron, you know. But I think at the end of the day, these guys are still professional basketball players. I don't think they're going to come out here on this court and say, oh, I'm getting I'm getting shopped. So I'm going to only give 80 percent today, like. I still think these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to give their best effort on the court. And I still think a guy like De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, whoever, Buddy Heald, they might be in, in trade rumors, but like, I still think they're still going to want to showcase who they are and play hard, you know? So I, I, to me, just because of that, it doesn't mean that I, you know, I'm downgrading the Kings because some of these guys are in trade rumors. They just beat a playing decently well Lakers team at home. They just went down to the wire against the Cavs, and they were in trade rumors then. Um, I think that version of the Kings that we've seen the past couple of days is good enough to beat this Rockets team by more than five. And Christian Woods in trade rumors, you know, like Eric Gordon's in trade rumors. It's not like, you know, the Rockets are trade rumor free. So uh, that's what I would say. Okay, that's fair. The Kings, <clears throat> I will say against the Lakers, they were down 10 at half. I was decently impressed by them in the second half. And the Lakers did miss some shots and had some pretty bonehead plays. But the Kings were actually decent on defense, which is the first time I've seen them. And then on the other side, the Rockets' defense, I've talked about this, is so bad. I, I, and the spread or the total is almost 240 or whatever it is, 239. Yeah. This is just – it's a disgusting, disgusting game. The only way the Rockets are going to beat people is in like 130, 128 games, you know? Like, yeah. This is just going to be a shoot, absolute shootout. Uh, I don't think I can bet either side. I, res I have respect for you going to Sacramento and you have your stance on that. Um, just scares me a little bit. I, I just don't trust Sacramento. No, I get you, bro. I, I really do. It's hard to trust Sacramento, especially as a favorite. Like, 
I'd love to see the last time they covered as a favorite. I, I it's probably been a while. Um, but I think this is the spot for it. So I'm gonna go ahead and ride it. Um, already locked minus five last night. And I honestly think um if it does move, I think it gets to probably five and a half. I think it closes at five and a half. Um all right, let's get to the last game of the day. It's a mind fuck, but I want to get through it with you. Uh Grizzlies line. This line opened up last night at some books at four, three and a half. Most of the money is on the Memphis Grizzlies. Depending on where you look, you're going to see anywhere from 70 to 80% of the bets on the Memphis Grizzlies. Yet this line has moved down to two. And again, what it is is a really tough spot uh, situationally for the Grizzlies. And really what you're betting on today is for them to overcome that. It's their third game in four nights. It's a back-to-back set that the Mavs had last night off and they just got cracked by the Knicks. So you're going to get the best version of the Mavericks. You also know that you're going to get the best version because this Grizzly team has won 10 in a row. They know they they have to come in locked in. They have the rest advantage. And that's why I think you're seeing a lot of sharp people today on the Mavs. I'm going to stay away. And if I do end up playing this, I'd still pick the Grizzlies at a short number. Um, But I see, I, I understand why the books have it here. And this is a trappy game because again, 80% of the bets, on the Memphis Grizzlies, and the line has moved the complete opposite way. Uh, it's just one of those psychology games where I, I don't want to play fucking psychology with the books. And you I, know what might be happening here? And I know there's nothing on the injury report. John Moran left the game with a back injury last game, and he just didn't look completely right when he came back. He was fine. He had, he had some good bucks. It wasn't like he like couldn't play, but I wouldn't be surprised if John Moran out of nowhere rested on this one. Um I know he's not on the injury report. I know he's not questionable, but they've just been so good. He left before halftime with a back injury. You don't need to win this game. I'd, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh sat. I don't know if that's right. but I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see some guys sitting. You know, back-to-back three and four nights, it's the, it's the tough – it's a really, really tough rest spot, you know, uh, situationally. Like the Mavs – And have you to- have Dallas getting blown out by the Knicks. Like, they're going to be ready to go in this one, yeah. man. I, I've seen a lot of sharp people on, on the maps today, and and that's why. That's why I would not be shocked at all if jaw if it comes out jaw out back rest, you know. Um, so and I'm that's not- tough too because when jaw's out, they look just as They're good. Still you know? damn good, I know, <laughs> dude. Like the Grizzlies have given us no reason to fade them, even last game, you know. And, and that's another thing. Like the rest almost looked like it got to them yesterday. Like the T Wolves could have very easily won. Them. It was tied up with three minutes. The T-Wolves were leading for large stretches of the game. Um, and then they just – they closed out the last three minutes better than the T-Wolves did. Um, but if you told me the Mavs sneak out a win here today, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. Dude, if you told me the Memphis Grizzlies beat anyone with anyone out, I wouldn't be shocked. It's just gotten to that point. No, but exactly. I, I think you see someone – out closer to lock and i think it's going to be jaw so just stay away until you have a better read on who's playing and who's out yep i'm with you all right so to recap uh sides wise i got uh i got the sixers minus three today i got the kings minus five uh i'm looking at a couple home dogs here today um leaning the pistons ten and a half leaning the pacers plus five and a half leaning uh the spurs three and a half but i want to get the best number i don't think i hit the spurs if it's three and a half but if it continues to creep up I do like it. Um, I do like the Bulls a little bit, but not going to play them. Do you want to get into our favorite 
uh, time of the day, the props time of the day. Who are you eyeing? Is there anyone that's caught your mind? Anyone that you want to say, hey, what's what's the line at for them? Yeah, I was kind of looking at it because usually like yesterday when I saw Looney, it kind of popped up because I'd seen his minutes. I thought Milwaukee played big. He's from Milwaukee. I thought that was a great spot. It's, it's a little tougher today. Um, honestly, I think maybe a Jordan pool points prop could be pretty interesting today. Now with clay out and no Gary Payton, I don't know if they, um, have adjusted to that yet. Uh, do you have a, he'll start for sure. I like that. Uh, let's check it out. Jordan pool point prop today is wow. They don't have a Jordan pool prop just because he hasn't been playing a lot. That is annoying. I, you could see it come out throughout the day, but yeah, if it's around that 16 and a half, uh, I like that. I also, again, we, it didn't hit yesterday because uh, because the Warriors just got completely blown out. But uh, like Steph, over six and a half assists again today. No Draymond, no Gary, no Clay. I mean, I guess Gary and Clay don't really get assists, but a uh, ball will be in his hands a lot. Should be in his hands a lot today. He'll probably see a lot of attention, um, and I think that you know lends towards assists. You can get six and a half at minus one thirty-five. That's still kind of juicy. Uh, just for him to get seven assists. I don't know. Um, let's see. Magic Hornets, props-wise, nothing. I don't really got anything. Um, you're getting Jalen back today, so that kind of – I doubt he plays a ton of minutes, but that's got to hurt some usage of Cole and Gary. Uh, Pistons, nothing's really changed. Pacers, nothing's really changed. Um, Sixers, Celtics. I don't know. Maybe a Dennis Schroeder points prop. <laughs> what would you need it to be? And why do you like why do you like Schroeder? Because he's gotten a lot more minutes without Marcus Smart. Oh, I didn't even really think about that. Dennis Schroeder's points prop at fourteen and a half. Yes, yeah, that's that's pretty fair, honestly. Yeah, um, we'll keep rolling through these games. Uh, Warriors, Bulls. You already talked about Hawks, Heat. Um, DeAndre's back. It makes it no tough. Kim Reddish might be a little sneaky for someone. I don't know who. Maybe a bogey prop. I, I don't really like, I like that. Bogey. Bogey's has been playing a lot better lately. It's at 14 and a half. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're getting DeAndre Hunter back, who's probably going to fill in every, all. Yeah. Literally, all those minutes are going to go to him. You still have Kevin Herter there playing uh, a decent amount of minutes. Uh, we'll keep it rolling, though. Cavs, Spurs. Um, maybe you can get some value on Kelvin Johnson after being out for a while. May and again, still no Derek White. Um, and uh, maybe Vassell. Let's take a look. We got uh Kelvin Johnson at at 14 and a half, also. Wow, that's that's a big number for a guy like Kelvin Johnson, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say that probably nothing what? there. Uh, right, uh, real quick, can we go back to the last game? Is there an Onyeka props? up um is capella ruled out for sure yeah uh yeah there are what do you want points or rebounds i would put the number at seven and a half rebounds that's where i'd put it it's at eight and a half jeez man what would you put points uh points is tough with him he just doesn't get shots he takes three four five shots a game i would put points around eight and a half nine nine and a half yeah so that's, that's sharp. Yep. Rockets and Kings, nothing really. I, I don't think you can force props, guys. Like if something comes out through throughout the day, 
cool, but like I don't think there's anything to me today that screams like let's let's hit this, you know. Like Looney, I loved yesterday. Yeah. Coffee, I loved. Um, but we just we're not getting anything really too crazy today. And like I love John Collins with no Capella, like the rebound prop of John Collins, I love in points. But when you throw Nyeka in there, it just completely changes. Like because if you go and look at some of the rebounding percentages with with Capella off, it almost all goes to John Collins. But then you know a lot of that data has been with Onyeka not playing because he's hurt. So with him back in, it just it takes away the John Collins confidence in me too. Exactly. So it's just a, it's a tough day for props. We're seeing a relatively healthy NBA at this point outside yeah. of actual injuries. Not a whole lot of teams are dealing with COVID um, outside of a, a couple of them at this point. Like a lot of teams are finally out of protocols and you have a majority of healthy um, lineups. Yeah, uh, I'm, exa- I'm with you. Bro. So don't force props. Don't force it. Don't force anything. Um, but I do think today's a spread day for sure. Um, do you want to run through your favorite spreads? Yeah, I oh geez, the Toronto it's get, getting higher and higher. I, I like Detroit nine and a half, plus nine and a half. I think everything you said makes sense uh, on Detroit. They're at home. They just got absolutely smoked by 50. They should be ready to go here. Um, I like Indy plus six. Uh, and then I like Chicago plus or minus three and a half. I do think they win this game. And with Steph struggling and no one else, I just I think it's brutal. I think Gary Payton hurts a lot. Um, outside of that, man, really tough, tough day for me. Honestly, I don't have as much confidence in some of these games as you do. I think you have a much better read on this slate. So if you guys are playing, you know, spreads out there, definitely go with Caleb's reads because I, he's got a much better read on it than I do today. It's just, it's a tough, really tough day for me outside of that indie spread that I like in the Detroit spread. Yeah. Uh, and again, guys, like, you don't have to ever blindly bet anything. Like, listen to us. If you agree with the logic, go ahead and play it. If you don't, go ahead and don't or fade it. Like, I, I really don't care. I'm just here to give you guys what we think, how we see it. And if it helps, that's awesome. Um, but again, don't force anything just because. Um, for me, though, I, I'm with the, to- the, to- the total in the Houston Sacramento game is going up. Yep, 239 for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a, such a 239 and a half now as I re, as I refresh. Well, that is hilarious. And it's honestly deserved given the way the Rockets have played defense right now. Um, but I'm with you. I, I got the Sixers locked at minus three, Kings at minus five. And then I do really like my my piston spread is at 10 and a half. Like I, I whoa, is it actually? Yeah, like it's sitting there at ten and a half. Let me check action, see what the consensus is right wow, now. DraftKings is nine and a half. It's a That's massive, rare you see that big of a difference. Massive difference. I right? think you take it at ten and a half. Right now, yeah, dude, it says consensus is, is nine and a half. So I think we're going to get a live on air lock right now. Pistons, ten and a half. And do you remember, like we've seen it. We've seen it. They covered that Clippers game at, as a ten-point favorite at the at the very last second. Like they had no business no covering business that game. Covering They're at home today. Casey against his old team. Get give me the Pistons plus off a massive, massive blowout. Give me the Pistons plus ten and a half. I locked that live. And then for me, like we'll, we'll just wait on the Pacers. If this gets up to, I don't know that I'm going to hit it at five and a half, but this gets up to like six. Um. 
I think I I think I jump on it. And then Hawks heater down to four. That's just that game's a mind fuck. And then Spurs too. That gets to four, four and a half. I'll take a good look. Uh Memphis Grizzlies game. I'll just go ahead and watch that one. Um, but yeah, I think that about I have, that. I have one question for you before you get out of here. If yeah. Jimmy Butler is ruled in and you see Miami get down to like or get up to like what what number would it have to be for you to take the Hawks in Miami? Dude, I, I feel like I'm almost at the point where, like, I can't bet the Hawks no matter the number right now. Yeah. But, like, if, if we're just going pure value-wise, I think if you got the Hawks at six and a half, like, I, I'd look at them for sure, even if so it was in. Yeah, so it'd have to move, like, two, two and a half points. Yeah, which I think with Jimmy, it could do. And, and I'm not saying Jimmy's not worth that, but, like, you're going to get an out-of-rhythm Jimmy coming back in, like – for sure he helps, right? Like you'd rather play if you're the heat, you'd rather play with Jimmy, but I'd say like getting six and a half as opposed to four and a half, even with Jimmy, I think I'd rather get that, you know, because yeah, I'm in agreement there. Next man up with the heat. Like they just, they just show up almost every game. So um, that's a, that's a really tough one. Oh, Bam out of bio, not coming back today, but coming back Monday, coming back Monday. I feel like he he had a speedy recovery. I thought, I don't know. I, I know the timetable I, it probably came out a while ago, but for some reason I feel like he just hasn't been out that long. Yeah. Well, he's back, ready to go today. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we'll see. I'm going to I'm gonna hoop in the morning, maybe get a – I think there's a decent chance we can still record tomorrow after I hoop, bro. It'll just be a little later, but um, I want to get – I definitely want to record tomorrow. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope it helped. Good luck with whatever you bet. I know Friday, uh, motherfuckers go wild on Friday, bro. Pay a day. Go go bet some stuff. Uh, hope you hit everything, and then we'll be back tomorrow to recap it all and, and talk more hoops. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace. Peace.